6.37. That means it's time to check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer. Good morning to you. Morning, Jill. And uh, we are continuing the conversation on this program, uh, talking to you a bit later on. We're talking more about this, uh, what we learned uh, and what we have now learned uh, as far as the report into the heat dome. Yeah, I uh, I don't know about you, but I found it kind of underwhelming. Um, we get a report. It's been almost a year since the heat dome killed 619 British Columbians. That's an awful lot of British Columbians to be killed by something at one sort of space of a week. And we get a report that says uh, we were caught off guard and we need to do better. And the government comes out and says, well, of course, we regret this. And we promise to do better. Is that the end of the story? I would say uh, no, definitely not, especially, uh, I mean, well, you don't have to look at other jurisdictions, but you can look at in Washington State, their report came much quicker uh, as far as reports and taking action. And I think there are still a lot of questions about that. Yeah, that's a good point, Jill. Uh, The region we're in, uh, other other jurisdictions had to deal with a heat dome too. Uh, Portland, uh, Seattle, and not nearly as many people died there. Look, in fairness to the coroner, the way the coroner's office works is it is not in the business of placing blame. The coroner looks at what happened, looks at what went wrong, and says exactly what they did. Here's how we can do better in the future. So I don't fault the coroner. But this is inadequate on one key issue, which is, Who got it wrong here? And I say the person who got it wrong is right at the top, Premier John Horgan. So in the middle of the heat dome, the peak day, in fact, June 29th, John Horgan holds a media briefing. The theme of the media briefing was not what the weather forecasters were telling us, which is a heat dome is coming and it's unprecedented and prepare yourself. It's not what the coroner was telling us, because the coroner had a statement out on June 29th warning about the heat dome. John Horgan's theme of the day was, and I still have his presentation here holding it in my hand, because I keep stuff, right? (laughs) The theme for the premier that day was another step forward. BC's restart plan, a plan to bring us back together from the pandemic. And he is joined on the platform at what was essentially a political event, the premier taking a premature victory lap. He's joined on the platform by Dr. Bonnie Henry, the provincial health officer, who is saying we can look forward to lifting pandemic restrictions. We're headed for a good summer. Now, as I said, it is not the coroner's job to flag that. But if you were listening to the weather forecasters that week, Jill, you knew we were headed for trouble. If you were listening to the Premier that day, uh, you knew that the New Democrats were taking credit for having done a heck of a job managing the pandemic and we could move to economic restart. You go over the transcript, which I've done, of that press conference on June 29th, The Premier did say in passing that, yes, take precautions. Dr. Henry said take precautions, but that was not the emphasis. The emphasis was not brace yourselves. It was, hey, good news. Uh, 
we've put this dang old pandemic behind us. And, of course, they hadn't even done that, Jill, because, as you know, by later that summer, they had to start bringing back the restrictions because we had more waves to come. Yeah. Do you remember, I think, and you just alluded to this, because I was, I couldn't remember, were they asked about the heat coming? Yes. They were, and asked, yeah. what, what, what do you tell people? Yeah. What, what are we bracing well, for? You know, we have, we have some regrettable quotes from the premier in that era. You know, he says, uh, well, you know, go, go outside. You, can, you know the heat's coming. Uh, he says, uh, you'd have to take personal responsibility for your health. He says, this one will haunt him, fatalities are a part of life. And later, the following week, when we realized, when we got, started to get the stats on how many people had died, he admits that, well, you know, we were a bit giddy on June 29th, a bit jolly. We were looking forward to saying goodbye to the state of emergency from the pandemic. So I, I find all that incredibly callous especially from an NDP premier, because, as you know, New Democrats always claim they're on the side of the downtrodden and they care more about people than other political parties. I mean, this is a major fail by John Horgan. And as I said, it is not the coroner's job to point it out. But really, um, nevertheless, uh, the, the premier has a lot of accounting to do on this one, and I don't think he's ever really done it. And even looking ahead with trying to get things in place and prepare for another potential heat dome, I mean, I think there's even some fair criticism there, and we touched on this, that telling people, get an air conditioner, get a fan, get ready, it's not the people who are able to do that that are the highest risk here. It's it's people who, like the 600-plus people who died, didn't have that option. You know, Joel, I, I think you've raised another thing here, which is the saddest thing about all this, which is these were mostly older people, mostly living alone, mostly with pre-existing medical conditions. Um, they didn't have air conditioning. You know, they were extremely vulnerable, and they were left on their own. I mean, that the one thing that comes through in the coroner's report is statistics like... Um, phoning for an ambulance service, because we knew it was being reported at the time that the ambulance service was in crisis, uh, being put on hold on 911, uh, waiting and waiting, ambulance doesn't arrive, when the paramedics, and you sort of imagine what their life was like in those two weeks, paramedics arrive and they find someone dead. Uh, I mean, it really was, as I said, clear, yes, true british columbia was not prepared for this but it was let down by its leadership as well and you know i think when we get to postmortem stage uh, there there is some blame taking needed by the people at the top and jill i notice on on your news you're reporting the uh, the paramedics saying, you know, it's still not fixed out there, right? The government says, well, we're hiring paramedics, but the paramedics are saying, uh, we're not ready for the next one of these. Uh, there are districts in this province, Joe, where there's next to no staffing some days uh, for ambulance service. Yeah, and they were saying, too, there are still some paramedics who haven't returned to work. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, these, you know, we, we talk about frontline people and stuff, but when you when you hear that, you realize what they're actually having to endure, what they're being paid to endure, and what they're 
probably inadequately paid to endure, which is, you know, uh, late getting there because they had four or five other calls that day. Uh, 9-11 is overwhelmed, and it didn't relay the message to them soon enough. And they get there, and this poor old person who's living alone and doesn't know even how to deal with the heat because they haven't been told and we're not prepared for it, and they're deceased. Uh, Do you think then we'll see any other kind of inquiry or looking at this? No, I don't. (laughs) Look, the government right now is sitting on the report of a in a truly independent public inquiry that they ordered into money laundering. And it's truly independent and arm's length. And it was done that way because the New Democrats knew that if there was any blame to be placed in the money laundering inquiry, it would be placed on the previous B.C. Liberal government. And the Liberals deserve blame for having turned a blind eye to, to money laundering. So that is there, and we'll get that report soon. There is no way the New Democrats will order an independent, truly independent, arm's-length inquiry into something like how they handled the heat dome, uh, how they handled the pandemic, because if it reflects badly on anyone, it is going to reflect badly on them. They were the government in charge. And, you know, yes, you blame your troubles on your predecessor. You inherited a mess from your predecessor. That all has some merit. At the end of the day, what you are going to get if you get an independent inquiry is how well did the government do in handling the pandemic? Not just the lessons to be learned, but where did they fall down? And I don't think we're ever going to get that.